Sometimes when I'm in the most fluttery and chaotic places, I turn to spirituality and connecting with my soul through various methods like tarot cards, oracle readings, meditation, and even reaching out to some healers that I know to kind of just get a different perspective on things, or rather a more clear perspective on things. I always know when I feel overwhelmed that the best thing to do is for me to get quiet. So when everything seems like it's super tumultuous, that I don't know where to go or what direction to take, that means there's too much noise coming into me and I need to get quiet enough to listen for what I'm trying to hear. And so I think it's really important for people to understand that like, Uh, tarot cards and oracle cards and all that. I know it's not magic. This is the important thing. It's not magic. But what happens is just like flipping a coin. It's that in that moment, you are hearing your inner subconscious tell you the story it wants to tell. And so again, while oracle cards can be adapted to whatever situation you're going through, it's how you interpret them that gives them the magic. That's the subconscious talking. That's the soul talking. And I think for me, that is always beneficial to just confirming that I'm in the right place, that I'm doing the right thing. Because there, because I know that it is, this is the thing, I know what is right for me in the moment, but it's usually in the face of a society that tells me I should be doing something different. And so it's really easy to get confused about what I'm doing, even though I know internally that the best thing for me to do is the opposite of what society is telling me, that I sometimes just need that external confirmation from something like an oracle reading or from a psychic or somebody to just kind of validate the things I already know to be true. And so on today's podcast, I actually want to take you through a reading I did for myself. I went through uh, Rebecca Campbell's Work Your Light Visioning for 2023. It's a whole workbook to go through and one of the last steps to do is to do an oracle reading. And now I do have her cards, which are Work Your Light Oracle cards. And um, I did a blog post for this in the um, Beyond the Body Insider. But I'm just going to share it with you, kind of what the cards said and how I interpret it as as far as where I am today. And kind of how they're helping me to confirm the things that I want to tell myself. So that's what this podcast is about. It's really just like me unveiling the things that uh, my oracle reading brought into my um, brought into my eyeline, and kind of how I interpret that to continue to move forward, and what I'm going to be doing differently as I move forward into 2023. All right, so let's get into it. I'm actually quite excited to share this with you. All right, so just a reminder, I did this oracle reading using Rebecca Campbell's Work Your Light Oracle Cards. Um, Number one, I bought these like years and years and years ago because they are beautiful. Like the artwork is just like my pastel dreams come true. And so I love them so much because of that. Now, 
The second thing is, is I actually haven't like pulled out any Oracle cards for years. Uh, a big part of that is because I was very clear on what I was doing, who I was serving, where I was going. And now that I'm at this new kind of transitionary period in my life, I knew I needed to go a little bit deeper and really challenge myself here. Um, and just like normally when I'm in the middle of a transition in my life, I just need a little bit of extra reinforcement to kind of just be like you're doing okay kid and so that is one uh, one reason why I did this so the other thing was is that I normally probably wouldn't have done an oracle spread for myself um, but it was part of the work your light visioning uh, let me go here and see what it's called work your light visioning process with Rebecca Campbell um, if you are something that loves to goal set or, you know, see where things are going into the next year, I highly recommend it if you are into the kind of hooey hooey spiritual world. I found it was exceptionally beautiful. The workbook was exceptionally beautiful. In fact, I am uh, going to get it printed out in a book format for myself because it was absolutely beautiful. Um, and then, and I also feel better when I handwrite things, like my answers to things. Anyways, uh, so that is, that is why I ended up doing this Oracle reading. Now, what came out of this whole process, this whole visioning process, though, was really, really awesome because she walks you through two different meditations before you even get to this Oracle spread. And for me, what came out of the meditation was the words healing. My soul is being called to heal. Um, and that's to heal my body, to heal myself, to heal my relationships and to heal uh, others and which is interesting because I've always thought of myself more as an educator and not so much as a healer but I think this next iteration of myself is going to be focused on teaching people how to heal um, themselves whether it is healing their body image their mindset and so on and so before I can do that I have to heal myself first because I have, while I was great at the body image stuff and helping people through that, I unfortunately did damage to my own body because I got so stressed out and I was too busy people pleasing and I was being the good girl and all these things happened that I neglected my body. So even though I was talking about body image and body positivity and celebrating the body, the whole time I wasn't actually listening to what my body was telling me. Um, and thought I knew better because that's how diet culture works, is that it just never leaves you because it is a pre-programmed way of thinking. And so now I'm at this place where I want to heal that relationship, where I am listening to what my body's needs are and not overriding it w with what I think I know best. And I'm not going to lie, it's really difficult because a lot of the things my body is telling me is that... Um, I will have to start moving my body more. I will have to eat a certain way. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a little worried uh, because with that will probably come some sort of weight change in my body. But it may not. It may not. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that it will. But it's interesting that I'm afraid of the fact that that might happen. But because healing is what my soul is calling me to do, I have to follow that direction and if I truly am body neutral and body accepting, then I have to be accepting my body 
at every single stage, right? I have to listen to her and do what she says. And if that turns out to be less weight, then that is what she's asking for in this moment. I will not love her less. I will not love her more. I will love her the same, regardless of what shape my body looks, but rather we need to heal the inside. Um, so that way I can clear up this eczema so I can stop, you know, having heartburn so often so that I can so that I can feel, uh, so my shoulders don't feel like they're going to pop out every second because they're so sore. Like all of these things that I neglected in my body during the growing of my business uh, as a photographer have come to uh, come to a pinnacle now where I need to change something or something will change and not in a good way. So yeah, so there's a lot of feelings right now that I'm having, if I'm being completely honest, that I don't know what's going to happen in any area of my life. Um, and healing is scary because it is similar to the fear of success is that there is some level of comfortability that comes with being uncomfortable. Whether that is being uncomfortable in my body, whether that is being uncomfortable in my money, whether that is being uncomfortable in my relationships with people, there's some level of comfort there because it's what we've always known. But in order for me to grow into this next iteration of myself, it's time to let those stories go. It's time to stop clinging to these stories that I tell myself about who I am and why I think the way that I do and all of these things. And instead, I need to move forward, especially if I'm going to lead others into teaching them how to heal themselves. It has to start with me first. All right, so that's a very long-winded uh, story and a lot more than I was planning on sharing on this particular podcast, but hey, that's what happens when we get into it. So after I finished filling out my workbook and the words healing came up and all that good stuff, part of what I had put in the workbook was that I wanted to develop like daily rituals that I'll take care of myself, whether it's physically, mentally, creatively, and so on, that the focus is going to be on me and me alone um, at first so that I can fill up my cup so I have something to give back to people. And so that I wrote all this down before I pulled these cards. Okay, so this is this is why I had to preface it because I wrote down things like daily rituals and showing up for myself daily and asking and receiving for help is something that I want to work on and healing relationships and making sure that I remember I'm not alone all the time and that I don't have to do it alone and so on. These are things I wrote ahead. So now let's get into the cards. Okay, so I laid out what's called an 11 card spread. And if you've ever done a traditional tarot reading, I think they call it like the Celtic, uh, a Celtic cross spread or things like that. Essentially, there's 11 cards and they each represent something different. So I'm just going to start from card number one and then work our way down. And I'm going to explain to you kind of what the card itself said in general. I'm just going to give you the main bits. I'm not going to read all of it. But I'm going to give you the main bits and then how I interpret that based on when it, when I saw it. Okay? All right. So let's get into it. So the first card uh, represents where I am presently. And so the card I drew for this was the inner temple. Okay, so the card itself is absolutely beautiful, of course, but here's the essential bits of what the inner temple uh, reading says. 
It says, your guides want you to know how proud of you they are and that the time you spend in devotion is priceless. If you are questioning your career or life path, your guides want you to turn your focus towards devotion and this prayer. Please use me in a way that delights my mind, body, and soul. May my life be one big moving prayer. And then the work your light action says, commit to a daily devotional practice. So this was the very first card that I drew after just like a few pages before in the worksheet, I had written down that I would love to create daily rituals for myself and uh, to see how that works. So clearly, uh, this card really just, I, I literally laughed out loud when I saw it and the word devotion and committing to daily practice, because over the last three years, this has been something I've been working with. As somebody who's an achiever, I've been always very outcome focused. And so within the last like three years or so, I've started to teach myself to become more practice or process focused, which is showing up for daily practice and trusting that that process will get you the outcome that you desire. And so, yeah, that was the first card. And I was already like, well, shit, this has me nailed. So where I currently am is starting to create these daily devotional practices for my body, my mind, and my soul. And a few of the things that I had written out uh, in the worksheet that I want to do for that is I want to continue my daily walks. I go outside. I don't set a time limit. I just say go outside and walk around the block. And sometimes I'll walk around one time, sometimes four times, sometimes two times. It really depends on how cold it is, especially right now. And just energy level wise. Um, and then the second thing that I would like to incorporate in the morning instead, and I have been doing this a little bit, but not as consistently as I would like. My first instinct is to grab my phone upon waking up, and I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person that does this, and immediately I go to Instagram or I go to my email, like, oh my God, who was thinking of me in the night? Like, what? And it is during, it, like, I'm still going to grab my phone, but what I want to do is reach out to people that I love and trust and care about and just send them a positive message. So the behavior is not going to change, but where it is directed towards, it will become more fulfilling for my relationships. I think we'll find out, <laughs> I guess. So that's that. And then for my mind in the morning, I would like to spend time doing either journaling or meditating because to me they kind of turn into the same thing if I'm being honest. Um, and so whatever I feel like in that moment, that is what it's going to be. And then after that, I can proceed with, um, with the rest of my day. So I'm going to create that as a daily devotional for myself and say, I choose me in the morning so that I can choose others in the afternoon. And that's going to be part of the process. And it's very hard as somebody that is used to saying yes to everyone else and putting yourself last. So no more. This is we're working on healing and we're healing our relationship to ourselves, And that is a big part of it. Okay, so card number two represents my calling for next year. And the card that I pulled for that was Soul Family. And this is really cool as well. So the main parts of this card essentially says, it is time to call in your soul family and your support team. People who get you at a soul level. People who are the same kind of weird as you. People who are your chosen family. They are coming and they are looking for you. 
If you have already found them, then you are being called to let them support you and perhaps also assemble a wider support team. And uh, so the action for that says call in your support team now. And the cool thing about this one is that I even said this to my uh, VA, Britt, who's also a friend. Uh, she helps me, you know, get things out on time and so on. She's kind of, the way I felt it is like I have all these people waiting in the wings. They're just waiting to support me. I just need to give them a direction to go. But that's where I have to get quiet with myself before I give them that direction. So it's it's really cool because in previous years, I thought I was all alone. Uh, this is one of the things that entrepreneurial depression makes you believe is that you have to do everything yourself. You're all by yourself. Extreme independence is martyrdom. And it's no way that was a big part of my burnout. And so knowing that I have these amazing humans waiting to help me up level and move beyond where I, this current iteration of myself, uh, is a beautiful thing to know. And this just really solidified that, yes, there are people here, they're ready and waiting to support you. And I mean, the fact that you're listening to this means you're supporting me too. And that is amazing. I know I'm not alone. And that is really important to know. So card number three says, what is, uh, represents what is rising in me? And the card I pulled for this was play, which is awesome because I love to play. So the main parts of this were to spend more time doing things just because you love to do them. How do you play? What do you have, uh, what do you do to have fun? What lights you up? And this is something that I talk to entrepreneurs about a lot, is that we need to have hobbies and things that excite us outside of our work. One of the downsides to becoming an entrepreneur and like creating a business out of the thing that you truly love to do is that along the way, you will lose the passion for what you love to do because now it has become a job. So it's important to have a hobby outside of that. So you can still feel that excitement, that joy for something without having to turn it into a business and have fun, celebrate. Uh, I never used to celebrate my wins. And now it's something that is really important for me to do. And so this definitely, I literally even bought a book about the science of play that I want to learn about how this is really important for us to incorporate into our lives. So yes, that one definitely um, struck home. Card number four says represents what is falling away. So these are things that no longer serve me. And um, we can say adios too. And the card I pulled for this says, Anna, grandmother of Jesus. So this one represents maybe a spiritual figure, but essentially she represents the quiet dedication that is sometimes required to live a life of service. She represents the dutiful soldier, the unconditional mother, and the mystic who can see the thread that is woven through all of life. So what, what this tells me, the fact that this is what's falling away, is that prior to the last few years... I always thought uh, the only value I had as a human on this planet was to be of service to other people, right? The words dutiful soldier definitely um, definitely resonated with me. The unconditional mother, while I'm not necessarily a mother, I felt that it was my responsibility to take care of everyone and everything and fix the world's problems. And I'm starting, and within the last like few years, I've started to realize like, 
I as one person can't do that. I can't carry the load for everyone. I can't be a dutiful soldier for everyone if I can't be a dutiful soldier for myself. And so I was happy to see that this card is something that is falling away from me while it got me you know, it helped get me to this point in my life and I'm thankful for it. Uh, and I'm thankful for all the serving that I've done in the past. I just now need to turn that serve, um, that serving mentality on myself again so that I can continue to serve others or so that I can be of service. And so that's kind of what I interpreted from that card. All right, so card number five is one that represents your soul gifts. And the card I pulled for this was one that says, answer the call. And the main bits of this essentially are answering your soul's calling is not a one-time thing, rather a lifelong dance. Deep down, you already know what you long for, what your soul yearns for. Whatever you are called to do, that is your calling. Don't overthink it. Don't wait for permission. Just say yes. And this one I really love because this is something that I've been able to do my whole life, even if it takes me a bit of time, like currently where I am right now. Even if it takes me a bit of time, I've always been a firm believer in following my intuition and following my gut and answering that call. And I've done this ever since I was little, knowing what I wanted to achieve, knowing how I wanted to align with people or things or missions. Um, I always know what I want and I will figure out a way to get there, even if it takes me a bit of time and a bit of alone time to figure out what that is and how to get there. So for me, it was really important to read these parts where it says, don't overthink it, don't wait for permission, because I feel because of where I am in terms of like that, it seems like quite a lot of people know me and they have these expectations for me. I feel like there's a lot more risk if I am to do something differently. But the fact that this says, don't overthink it, like stop worrying about that and just follow your intuition um, is in alignment with what I know to be true. All right, so card number six represents what is being manifested. And this one says, trust the niggle. And so the niggling feeling, this annoying feeling, this inconvenient, annoying feeling, try as you might, it's there. And until you face it, life just throws you more bait to awaken it. The niggle is an arrow pointing to what is standing in your way. The relationship, the conversation, the decision, the shift that needs to be made, the stone in your shoe, answer it now. So again, this goes in line kind of with the one before it, answer the call and trust where it's leading you, I think is the biggest thing. Uh, we all have it and everybody feels, I think, their intuition a little bit differently. For me, it definitely, I can feel it in my chest or in my stomach. When it's in my stomach, that's the place that I know that that is my intuition talking. When it's in my chest or solar plexus, that's when I feel it's what I call societal fear, where it's not an ac actual fear that I'm experiencing. It's just like nervousness about what could happen. Um, but that really strong intuitive feel, I felt it when I was traveling alone 
and I ignored it and got my pass, uh, all my money stolen. Um, so now I try to listen to it more and more. But again, a lot of times we try to distract ourselves from that call that is the call coming from inside the house, right? We definitely will just like go on social media and we will do anything but actually listen to what the universe is trying to tell us. And the problem with that is if we don't listen, she is going to let us know very heavy handedly. <laughs> All right. So number seven is a card that says uh, that represents the next step. So the next thing that I'm supposed to do or a thing that I'm going to do. And it's a, it's called the pillar of light. And basically this one talks about uh, taking time to meditate, which I had just talked about. And specifically with this one, it says about using, like I am here to connect the heaven and the earth, like this pillar of light. Um, like imagining I'm this pillar of light means that I can go forward connecting what is in heaven to what is on earth. And if you believe in heaven, you know. Um, but essentially I am the light that can, uh, help other people. And it says here without your body, voice and creations, neither can be expressed. So we need to make sure, or I need to make sure that I am paying attention to my body, that I'm paying attention to my voice and my creativity because otherwise it won't be expressed. And then people won't find themselves within me. Uh, it says, you are the oracle. Do not look for guidance outside for you hold all the wisdom of the entire universe in the portal of your heart. And again, uh, like I had written down uh, in my workbook is that I need to get quiet more when things get tumultuous. That's exactly when I have to go in and I be the calm when all the chaos is happening. Is that I have to listen to what my heart is telling me. And more importantly, we have to trust it. Be doo doo. <laughs> Um, so this one comes with like what's called a light activation and um, well I did this yesterday with the card but I'll just read it because I think it's really beautiful like a beautiful visual and it says I allow the light of the heavens and the light of the earth to flow through me now I activate the codes of remembering within my cells and chakras I activate my system as a rainbow bridge between heaven and earth and to me, that's just so beautiful. Um, so it's about listening to me. And of course, I like that. <laughs> All right. So card number eight represents past influences. And the card for this, shockingly enough, is boundaries. <laughs> All right. So a lot of this has come out of boundaries. So that like where I am now has come out of me creating boundaries. So this is a really good card. It says you're being called to create clearer boundaries in your life. Saying no and having clear boundaries is actually a spiritual act. The most giving, loving, compassionate people are those with the clearest boundaries. For when they say yes, they are able to give unconditionally. And I'm getting a lot better at this. I had agreed to do the speaking engagement for WPPI, which is a portrait and photographers conference, like one of the biggest conferences in the world for photography. And I just, again, that niggle or that intuition or that call was coming through loud and clear, like, this, this isn't it for you. This is, you should, you should say no to this. Even though I had said, I hadn't signed anything yet. Um, you know, I hadn't signed anything. There was no contracts put in place. Um, 
I even did a cost-benefit analysis. Like, I should know by now, if I am pushed to make a cost-benefit analysis for someone, it's just a no. <laughs> but anyways, and I this is the hard part about intuition, is like, I don't know why it said don't do it, but I knew I had to follow it and hope that it will make sense later on. Um, but that's the frustrating thing about intuition is it, it's not just like this big clear sign. Like if you say no, here's what's promised afterwards, but rather it's a, if you say no, uh, and trust us, you just have to trust that it will make sense later. And that's really hard sometimes to listen to that, but I did it and I set a boundary and I said, you know what? I need to let go of that part of my life. And if I've done the work that I hope that I have done, then the impact will have been felt in that space. And now I can move forward to shift other spaces is essentially the plan. Um, and so, yeah, so now when an opportunity comes along, I'm very clearly aware of what a yes feels like in my body. So it becomes a lot easier and a lot less hesitation. So that one definitely, definitely, definitely makes a lot of sense. Uh, card number nine represents what I need to know as I move into the coming year. And the card I pulled for this is called the ever unfolding rose. So for me, when I pictured, so part of the meditation that we do as part of the uh, visioning thing is to picture like what kind of flower would represent uh, your soul's calling. And while I pictured, I did not picture a rose right away, I did think about it. But I actually pictured a peony, which starts a lot like a rose where it's like in a tight bud and then slowly unfolds. That's essentially what I pictured. And so it says, being human is a courageous act. Wherever you find yourself at the moment, life is coaxing you to keep your heart open no matter how much it hurts, to continually unfold, to let life crack you open. Everything is going to be okay. And I think what I learned from this one, and I kind of felt it this year when I, um, when I was on that road trip with my friend Aroha, is I even said to her, it's like, I feel like I'm starting to feel like a human again. And I don't know if it was like when my dad died or just like doing all this mindset work that I realized like, well, if I just manage my expectations, then I can live life as neutrally as possible. But when you live life in a neutral state, you don't ever feel, you don't ever get to experience the highs, right? Because if we get too attached to the highs and we get attached to the lows, but I realized for me that I was fine just coasting and not really like letting myself feel fully uh, into the beauty in order to avoid feeling the hurt and the pain, um, that would come with the lows. But yeah, so because I, because I was holding myself back from feeling pain, I also held myself back from feeling and experiencing actual joy, uh, because there was a lot of risk around that. And so this tells me that I need to let go of that a little bit. And I need to open up that sometimes the best hurts are the ones where my best learning lessons come from. In fact, all of them are, <laughs> right? So yes, so the action here was everything's going to be okay. Let it crack you open. So fine, I'll do it. All right, then card 10, and we are almost done here, but card 10 represents hopes and fears. And this one uh, the, that I chose for this was the card that says keepers of the earth. And so the main bits here say you are so supported. And so this is true. I do hope that, but I also know it to be true at this point in my life. 
The keepers of the earth acknowledge the work that you have done already and are ready to work through you. It is time to increase your capacity to receive support in the physical realm. You do not need to go at it alone. What kind of support do you need? And I think the interesting thing there is that this, that is a great way to have that, is that it asks the question, what kind of support do I need? And when I really think about it is the support that I need is I need people to support me not only when I'm doing good. Um, I need support in the form of if this is the thing I mentioned at the beginning that I'm afraid that if my body loses weight or what, like there's, there's fear around that because I'm, here's the thing, even if my body loses weight, I'm still going to be a fat activist because it's really important, right? If my body shifts in size, that's up to my body's choice based on the changes I have to make in order to keep my body alive. Um, but I am afraid that should my body shift in size, and I've written about this before, I know that it is going to hurt when people eventually call me a traitor or say that, um, that I've fallen prey to diet culture or whatever. Um, it, I even saw this, this is, this is why I fear this, because I saw Ellie Mayday, who was a pinup model back in the day, who was one of the first models probably in the kind of, that started the, that helped start the, the, um, the online social media plus size movement, not the plus size movement altogether, just a heads up. Um, but as part of that, she was one of the people and then she got freaking cancer. And so her body obviously started to waste away and she lost a lot of weight and people were mad at her because her body lost weight because she had fucking cancer. And so that story like sticks with me so intensely and is one of my fears that if my body should lose weight, if, if being the key word here, that people will abandon me because I no longer fit the mold of what they deem to be inspirational for them. And this is why I'm very big at setting expectations and telling people don't put other people up on a pedestal or represent something to you, right? I think it's so important because we are not in control of what happens, but in order for us to exist and do the things, sometimes our bodies will change. This is what we talk about when you gain weight, you are the same person, regardless if you gain weight, just as you are if you were to lose weight. But a lot of times what we deem to be what we what we think we have as support ends up not being as supportive as we think it is and people turn their backs and so that is something that I'm afraid of and I'm just like totally owning up to it on this podcast but I am truly afraid of this so when this says represents my hopes and fears I am afraid that the people that say that they support me my work the writing my truth my honesty my authenticity I'm afraid that they are going to leave. And that is not the kind of support I want or need, right? So when this asks me, what kind of support do I need? I need people that are going to stay with me unconditionally, regardless of what my physical form looks like, regardless of like an understanding that it is in the best interest of everybody, including myself. There's no, and I say this a lot, there's no martyrdom in putting other people's happiness above your own. And if I 
am in a place where my body is literally dying. Well, I mean, hey, we're all dying, right? But like, it literally is getting there quicker because of the way that I've been taking care of myself or not taking care of myself. But something has to change if I want to be around to do this work. So yeah, that's a big fear I have, which I never actually read into this yesterday. And now I'm reading into it like this. And that actually makes me sad. But I have to understand that there is support for me. And this is the hope that people will stick with me regardless if my body changes shape. Again, I'm going to emphasize the word if this isn't even a guarantee, because if we change the way we move our bodies or eat the food or do the things, it doesn't always mean weight loss is a thing but it could. And so that is a fear that I have. But in the effort to heal myself, I need to take the chance that that might happen and be okay if some of the people that are supporting me for the wrong reason do leave, essentially. So that is a great card. And I'm glad I reread that for you. <laughs> so here's so interesting. Here's the activation, the light activation that this card says. It says, Whole, uh, it says, I'm open to receiving a whole new level of support for my life and my work, and I call it in now. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I think the key there, because I read this yesterday, but I definitely did not think of it from this regard. I just kind of like glossed over it a bit, I think. But when I think about it, yeah, I do need a new level of support. I need people that are going to accept me regardless if I am like as fat as I am now, or if I was to lose weight, that is something that has to happen in order for me to heal my relationship with my body. In order for me to take care of my body, it might change, but it might not, but it might. All right. So there, you just got a whole bunch of vulnerability from Terry. Welcome. <laughs> All right, so our last card, the last card on this oracle reading represents the potential outcome. So I guess this means the potential outcome for all of 2023. Um, and it says the crumbling, like if that doesn't give you a bit of a squidge, I don't know what does. So essentially the card chalks up to relationships, jobs, social structures, anything built on shaky ground is destined to tumble down. Have faith because the difficult times will be your defining moments. You will be reborn in the fire. You have what it takes to allow what is falling away to tumble and fall. What are you clinging to for fear of nothing coming to take its place? And now that I've just talked about being afraid that there's not going to be people there to support me should my body change shape, um, that, I guess. At first I thought it was like jobs or not, yeah, like... Like I was afraid, like if I say no to that uh, speaking engagement at WPPI, is there going to be another speaking engagement? I That one I knew there was going to be. Like I know that there's going to be that, but I never thought about it from the body aspect. Oh, this is why we go beyond the body because it's not about the body. It's about our fears about what our bodies represent. Right? So fascinating. Oh, I'm so glad I recorded this because, uh, yeah, that is very eye-opening for me to have that. So I am afraid that people will abandon me and nobody will be there to support me. But I know that's not true. So I can let that go. I can crumble that thought. I know there's people that care, that don't even see my physical self. They just see me as me and they just want me to do 
what I need to do in order to heal myself, my relationship with myself, my relationship to others, and so on. And those are the people that I need. So yeah, that was my 11 card spread. And so you can see kind of like how I interpreted those make a lot of sense. If you've been, um, if you're part of the Beyond the Body Insider, you definitely will have seen me writing a lot about like my squidgy feelings around certain things and things that I'm percolating on and what I'm reading about in order to move through this segment of my life. And um, this definitely, uh, definitely made a lot of sense for me and I'm and I'm actually very excited so here's here's a few reasons why I'm excited next year I turn 40 and I'm not a huge believer in like well obviously believe in birthdays like they happen but I mean I'm not a huge like milestone like a birthday milestone person but I would like to by next year at 40 when I hit 40 years old I would like to say that I have at least started the process uh, significantly because my birthday's not until October. So I got time. So basically by the time I get to Body Image Bootcamp next year, uh, I want to make sure that I'm well on my way to healing my body. I'm well on my way to healing my soul, myself, my mind, and my relationships and other people. Because then I will just have that much more to give, more energy, more joy, more more everything, I think, um, as I let go of these stories that have kind of kept me stuck in the last little bit. Wow, this was a really good podcast for me. <laughs> I'm like, hopefully this helped you or gave you some like inspiration, but like you are seeing me like in the heart of it right now, just so you know, like I am in, in the, in the thick of confusion. And this reading just like really helped me to make a lot of sense of where a lot of my fears are coming from around taking steps to move forward and giving me guidance on how to move forward within that. Um, so if you like this, if you like Oracle, like me doing Oracle readings on the podcast, can you let me know? Um, not that I would just do them for myself all the time, but I have a ton of different Oracle decks that I would love to pull cards and just do readings randomly on the podcast because I think it could provide information um, or like a little bit of guidance for when you need it the most. Uh, so let me know. Like, I think you can comment maybe on the show um, or feel free to just reach out to me on Instagram uh, in my DMs and let me know that if you got something from this episode, I would love to know if you did because, um, yeah, because me helping me will help you in some capacity. That is the hope. All right. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Okay, my friends, this is the last of the Beyond the Body podcast. Uh, and the reason for that is, is that I may have been a little hasty in changing the name as quickly as I did, because as soon as I switched it over to Beyond the Body and it looked all fancy, uh, I liked it, but then I looked and somebody else has the title Beyond the Body for a podcast. 
So that uh, didn't sit well with me. So the last few days I've been deciding what should I call this? And so I've decided I'm going to wait until the new year to release it. But I do have a name that is a thousand percent fitting and I'm almost certain nobody has it. Of course, I will do my diligent research this time. And yeah, so yeah, I think the name will be the thing that gives it away. The other thing is, is that starting in the new year, instead of having the membership on my website, which I tried, but it is harder, is that I'm going to be switching the uh, Beyond the Body Insider over to a Patreon account. So if you are somebody that has access to the Beyond the Body uh, Insider, um, then now you still want that content that's fantastic uh i believe i will leave it up on the website because it's a lot of really good content but um but if you want to keep receiving that type of content you're going to want to come over to my patreon account and i will have a link for that starting in the new year um because i will be able to do so much more over there and i think it'll be a little more accessible for you as a listener reader uh image viewer and so on to take in the content because patreon has an app that you can put on your phone so you have access to it just like you would if i was on instagram so yeah I think that's the route to go so if you enjoyed follow me and also here's the other thing the tiers are actually cheaper than the beyond the body insider membership so if you want the lowest tier I think it's only five dollars instead of eight dollars so yeah you might as well get in on that okay cool well that is it for now I hope you have an amazing holiday and get excited for the upcoming changes that will happen to the which shall be named in the new year podcast so keep an eye on your newsletter your email because that is where all the announcements will go out for the patreon for the new name podcast and all that good stuff so yeah i want to thank you so much for supporting me i know this time of year for me has been or like this whole year has been a little tumultuous with um, me i have been pretty consistent on the podcast though which was surprising when everything else has been chaotic as hell i am going through a flux of trying to figure out what's next for me um and in doing so it's going to be a little rocky such as this but that is part of the journey and to be honest that's the part that most people don't see in the entrepreneurship world is that they think it's relatively seamless because that's what we want people to see but there are times like this where There is a lot of, did I do the right thing? Should I switch? But here's the cool thing. You can always change. And that is exactly what I'm going to be doing. So no obstacle sticks around for too long for me. I'm just going to change and move in the direction that feels good. And this is the good that is coming out of that. So enjoy the rest of your holiday. Have an amazing new year. And I will see you again in the new year. Bye.